Father, this evening, as sure we come before you for an encounter, we come before you to have an experience with you, to each and every single one of us in a language you understand. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Okay, we thank God so much for this evening. Uh, we have been looking at the strategic man, the force court man. You know. When we are talking about the force called man, we said that what we are trying to simply highlight or bring to bear is the fact that man, you see, there are forces of destiny. So life that you see like that is made up of forces. Are you getting a point? So for instance, if you jump up, you will come down because there is a force called the force of gravity. It will act on your body whilst you are up and then ensure by an act of integrity on its part to ensure that you come down as long as you're dead. Maybe if you go to Jupiter, then maybe it loses its power over you. But as long as you're on the earth, no matter what, in your ability to try and beat the law of gravity, you might beat yourself. Okay, are you here with me? So there are forces in life and destiny that account for the way a man's life can turn out. You know, the madman on the street, if you ask that madman some few years ago, what do you want to be when you grow up? The madman will never tell you, I wanted to be a drug addict. I wanted to be mad. As the person was growing up, there were visions, there were things that the person wanted to be. But how did the person's life turn out how it is at the moment? Is because of the forces of destiny. So how your future is going to look like? Maybe you don't like your now. Can I prophesy? Prophesy. That your now is a product of the decisions and the things you put in place some time ago. Mm. The good news is that if you don't like it, you can change it. Okay. That's a powerful statement. You didn't get it. I think that the good news is that if you don't like how your life is right now, you can change it. Mm -hmm. mm. I get in a point. That's why we sow seeds. The seeds that we sow, we know that today we might not be able to be planted a mango seed. Today we might not be able to get mango root to eat. But you see, if we are diligent and we continue with the process, tomorrow we will get mango to eat. That's how life and destiny is like. So the forces of destiny we are talking about are forces that account for the way a man's life will be and we started by saying that there's the force called god or the kingdom of god there's the force called the kingdom of darkness 
and there is the fourth called man. They said that the fourth called man, your ability to defend man, you see, can be the secret to many things in your life. And there are two aspects. We have other men, then we have you as a man. So our focus has been you as a man. Because you see, as powerful as God is, and as powerful as the devil is, you can actually choose which government you are allowed to manifest in your life. Okay, do you see evil in your life? You can choose that that evil will not continue. Do you see failure in your life? You can choose that that failure will not continue. It's an act of revolution because you are a force in yourself mm. but you must understand what makes you a force because you are not mm. a force just because you can i mean you were created as a man there are certain things that are put in place that makes you a force the first one we looked at is your ability to make decisions and we said that many of us will not be decided in life and there are many things or many things that is actually preventing many of us to make strategic decisions concerning our lives. So when we apply decision, it makes us a force. Because that is what sets our life on a course. And it eliminates excuses, eliminates things that will naturally make us lazy. Because now you have set your life on a course. You have said, this is the direction I am going to. And you will not stop until you've gotten the decision. Decision. Mm. Many at times, you know, we cry concerning certain things. And unfortunately, our tears are not decisions. So sometimes you can cry. You can be sad. You can be down concerning anything that is happening in your life. That doesn't change problems. What actually change problems is your decisions. But this week we began another important aspect of man that makes him a force. And we say for a man to be a force, he must be strategic in nature. We talk about strategy. We are talking about calculated plans. Your ability to make a plan to set a course for your life. You see, you can decide that this is where my life is. I, I want my life, or I'm going to be a medical doctor. I am going to be a prophet of God. I'm going to be an apostle of God. Whatever that you choose to be. It's powerful. You can decide that. But what is going to sustain that is strategy. The reason is because when it comes to war, you win to the degree or you can be assured of victory to the degree at which your strategy is superior to that of your enemy. And we are in war or we are at war. You see, whether you like it or not, if you live your life, there is an automatic course your life is going to take. You know why? The reason is simply because there is someone who is seriously planning concerning your life. There is no way your life is going to remain like this. 
if you leave it and you decide that that's for you you are not going to fight all this fighting fighting pastor patrick has been saying as for me i don't want trouble i won't fight the devil as for me i want peace mm-hmm. people of god i can assure you that the devil will leave you in pieces mm-hmm. are you here with me yes so for a man to be able to win over the devil that man must be a strategic man that man wakes up in the morning with a strategy in play how do i do this thing how do i do that you know they prove that a life is without strategy is a life that is under constant defeat so for instance yesterday you were beaten by the devil you see then today too you are beaten by the devil is proof enough that your life lacks strategy Mm. because you see the first time the devil beats you if you are strategic enough you will realize and analyze the thing and find out why did i lose how do i make sure that i win many of us are not strategic concerning life and concerning many things i mean i've been in that situation a lot with finances I get to the point and many of us the different aspects of our life we are not strategic at all and so god must help us this week to be strategic men and women amen there are times that i give my wife money and i'm saying this is the money available for food for the house she picks that money it doesn't matter the amount and what she does is to take her book there's this small book she has <laughs> then she'll begin to write she will begin to write she'll begin to do some calculation she'll begin to do whatever that she does on that sheet of paper she will go to the town and come back with produce or products that is able to sustain us for the time see that that science is called strategy Mm-hmm. Are you struggling in your academics? The question is, are you strategic? Mm-hmm. Because you failed level 100. And after the exams, you realize the problem. The problem was that, ah, I should have studied way before exam time. So that by exam time, you just be in mission. Then you come back the next semester and the whole pattern follows again. You see, sometimes I cannot necessarily blame us. The reason why is because, of course, the one that is preventing us from being successful is an agent of darkness. But you see, it's our responsibility because we are forces. That's why we can blame ourselves. And any man that refuses to take responsibility concerning his or her life is someone that is still going to make it. Okay, so were you all following? Yes, sir. Okay. So it's very, very important for us to understand that we must be strategic. We must be strategic. We can see victories, vic- defeat, defeat, defeat. It's a sign that we are we are not strategic. You see, you want to marry. 
It's about strategy. Mm-hmm. Are you here with me? Yes, sir. No, we don't just marry. You know, for instance, okay. Some of you already maybe in dealing with me, are you getting a point? As a person, right? Yes. You know how I am. Right. Okay. I can be very difficult. How do you think my wife is able to deal with me? Strategy. <laughs> there should be a strategy. Mm. Whether knowledgeably or ignorantly, there should be a strategy. Mm. You understand that? Yes. Yes. And sometimes opportunities can be open to you. And because of lack of strategy, you might miss such opportunities. Mm-hmm. Are you here with me? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. You can miss serious opportunities because you are not strategic enough. I know young ladies who have missed opportunities like that mm. because they were not strategic. Some of them couldn't, their eyes were not open enough to be able to discern men. Mm. You know, your mm. pride can have a way of dealing with you. You know that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Your yeah. pride can have a, oh, seriously. It can have a way of dealing with you, seriously. But you see, God is taking us to a place where we will not just be ordinary members, strategic men. Yeah. Now, for us to be able to do that, there are character traits of strategic men that I want to present to you today. And then we pray. Okay. When you ever see any man who is strategic, there are things that you see on the man that makes the man strategic. A man cannot be strategic unless that these character traits exhibit themselves in that man. But you see, I'm not going to highlight all of them. I'm going to give you about four of them that I think is important for all of us to develop. So let's go to Anchor Scripture, Luke chapter 14, verse 28 to 32. My focus is from verse 31, but let's go to verse 28 so that i can get it in context okay the bible says for which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first see this the scripture talking about how someone can be strategic you want to build a tower but you have to first sit down first and count the course whether he has enough to finish it Oh, how many of us couldn't finish it because we were not strategic enough? Mm. Mm. We started mm. projects. You know, we started KRF with many people. And I know how many people are still going to fall on their side. This year, we started the strong projects with many people. But the question is this, have you been able to be strong yet? Have you, have you attained some level of strength yet? See, the question is this. Have you been strategic? 
it's possible for us to get to December. And then some of us will still be defeated. It's possible for us to get to December and some of us will still be weak. It's possible for us to get to December and some of us will still be down. You know why? Because you are not strategic enough. The point I'm trying to make is that there is a need for us to build capacity enough to be strategic. Are you getting it? If ever we be able to start and finish, you know, Jesus Christ came to the earth and for three years, he was able to finish all that he had to accomplish. Do you know why that was possible? Strategy. Mm. He was a man on a vision. He came with a plan in place to accomplish a purpose. Now, let me ask you a question. Did you realize that, for instance, after Jesus had died, right, Peter mm-hmm. and John went to the temple and they saw a man who was, I mean, a man who couldn't walk, right? You remember that story? Yeah. Where Peter says, silver and gold have I none, such as I have. I give to you. Yeah. The Bible says that that man has sat at that gate for a long time. Mm-hmm. Is Jesus not the savior of the world? Was he not the one that was healing people left, right, center, everywhere? Mm-hmm. But Jesus didn't heal him. See, when we understand strategy, we understand that we've not been called for everyone. There is that thing that God has set up. There is that course. There is that play that God has put us on that path. And we cannot miss it. So let's continue with the scripture. So the Bible says that this man intends to build a tower. I get to that point. And then he's not able to finish it because he couldn't sit down and count the course. Let's continue. Verse. Um, 29 or 30. Let's continue. Mm. Luke chapter 14. Let's continue with scriptures. Okay. So there's mm. a scripture here. The Bible says, For which of you intending to build a tower does not what? Sit down. Sit down. Okay. So the Bible says that for which of you intending to build Okay. For which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it? Continue. Lest after he had laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who say it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Continue. Okay, so this this way the story becomes interesting because we know that this whole year our focus is more on warfare, right? So the Bible says, "Oh, what king going to make war against another king does not sit down first? The Bible says that does not sit down first and consider whether he is able with ten thousand to meet him who comes against him with twenty thousand." Continue. Verse 32. Or else, whilst the actor is still a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks 
conditions of peace. So this is a king. And the Bible says that the king is going for war, right? And mm-hmm. the Bible says that this particular king, before he went for war, the Bible says that he is wise enough to sit down and say, I have 10,000 people. Will I be able to win the battle with this number of people? If I'm not able to win the battle with this number of people, then what I will do is that I will send a delegation fast and negotiate conditions of peace. Other than that, I will be defeated. Now, how many of us didn't enter projects or didn't start things that we were never going to be able to finish? Are you hearing me? We were never going to be able to finish, but we started. You know why? Lack of strategy. Now, from these scriptures I've just read, I'm going to point out four characters of strategic men. Number one, the first character of strategic men I'm highlighting is vision. So the Bible says that which among you intending to build a tower? Which among you intending, which king is intending to go to war? So you see that there is an intent, there is a clear vision on what that person wants to achieve in life. Many of us are too confused. We are not able to see beyond ourselves at the moment so you see for many of us when we look at ourselves into the tomorrow or into the future we are not able to see anything good in the future in Mm. fact we are not able to imagine a different version of ourselves tomorrow Mm. that is because we lack vision listen Mm. if all there is about your life is this you that you are seeing then you are in trouble mm-hmm. because you see this you that you are seeing has already filled many times mm-hmm. so there should be a picture of another you that you hope to become that you that, that is in control of situation that you that is a master of his emotions that's you that's the master of his academics there should be a clear picture of that you in your mind other than that there is no way you can be strategic see you cannot plan for something that you don't have in your mind first of all there should be something you want to plan for and so you see when the devil wants to arrest us of jesus see there is a particular strategy right there's a particular strategy okay are you listening to me yes sir there is a particular strategy that um people who handle animals right used to paralyze some animals okay you know when an animal is following or going for the kill or hunting right Mm-hmm. That animal has a particular vision of one thing. So you realize that when a lion, if you ever watch videos that lions are going after other animals, you will see that the lion doesn't go after all the animals. 
there is just one animal that the lion will be chasing after. Mm-hmm. Are you hearing me? Yes. Yes. See, when the animal, see, the problem is this: when that lion is chasing after all the animals. Now, the, all the animals are not able to move in unison. If they're able to move, move in unison, there's a way they can paralyze the, the lion. Mm-hmm. Are you following me? Yes. yes. But you see that they'll be scattered. And when they are scattered, then the lion now follows after that one. See, that one that it has been targeting for that long time, and it goes after it. So the lion is able to get the prey because of vision. Now, have you ever seen the sun? You know, the sun has rays that are powerful enough. They can set something on fire easily, quickly. But you see, you can hold the paper and you can take it to, I mean, an open space and expose it to the sun and you will still find that your paper might be intact. Do you know why? Because you've not focused the sun rays. So if you get a focus lens and you put that same sun rays towards the paper, it will start burning. That's the power of vision. The Bible says that where there is no vision, the people do what? Perish. When the, when the devil is coming and for instance the devil can come to KRF and he wants to strike the reason why he wants to strike is because of one particular person that he wants to attack are mm. you following me yes, so you see you must have a picture and you see the bible says Paul said one thing have I desired I am focused on that one thing. That one thing I have that. I'm not going to be distracted by many things. There is one thing that I desire. There is that one person that I want to be like when it comes to my academics. There is this one vision in my mind. You know, people of God, it is possible for you to go to school and then fail. And many a times, believers go to school and they will fail and they will blame God, even though we were not people of one thing, we were distracted by many things. So the average believer is into about five departments on campus. It's powerful, it's good, you will get blessed. But because of lack of focus, you'll be distracted. Mm-hmm. That's what I always tell people. Listen, there is a feeling in your life that you have to focus on one thing. Focus. You know, Bishop Dark says something quite funny. Say there is a season that you must be wise and focus and marry. Other than that, you will be praying for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. There are some people that they are in the city, they have to focus. But they are not focusing. They are distracted by many things. Mm-hmm. Are you here with me? Meanwhile, what I'm saying with regards to focus is that aspect of your life you want to be strategic with. 
So if there is different aspects of your life you want to be strategic with, then you must be focused when it comes to there should be a clear vision regarding those areas in your life. Are you here with me? Pastor mm-hmm. Patrick, I believe so much in the anointing on your life. And I, I trust because when I see you prophesy, you know, it reminds me of myself how that God has called me as a prophet. Okay, mm-hmm. a prophet mm-hmm. like who? Are you, are you here with me? A yes, prophet yes. like who? You see, at least if you don't know who, a prophet not like who? <laughs> are you here with me? By all means, there should be something you are focusing on. Do you know that the revelation God has given you is not for everyone? It is only those people that have an ear for what God has given you that will hear what you are saying. Mm. And sometimes you are zealous. You want to, you want to preach to everyone. You want to bring everyone to you. No, no. It's not everybody that will follow us because our life is different. Can you focus? Mm-hmm. Can you set your face right? This is what I want to achieve clearly. You are going to write an exam. Oh, I want to get first class. It's good. But what, what does it entail? Focus. What, what does it entail? Okay. I do physics. Physics, I am going to get an A. What does an A contain? The A I'm talking about, I am working towards 90. That will mean that the MCQs, if probably it's an MCQ in theory, the MCQs, I must do well to get all correct. Then the theory, maybe some spelling mistakes or something, something, I must do well to also ensure that I have an idea, just that maybe the spelling mistake was, then maybe some small, small deduction, then it will be up to 90. There's a clear vision. A clear vision. A clear what? Vision. You know, for some of us, if God comes to us and says, what do you, you have sacrificed just like Solomon. If God comes to you right now and says, what do you want me to do for you? You will not know what to say. Because there is no focus. There is no vision. There is no vision. You don't have a mental picture of what you look like tomorrow. This evening, God is going to help us. There's going to be an impartation of a seeing eye. Amen. You didn't hear me. I'm seeing that there's going to be an impartation of a seeing eye. Amen. Amen. Because this you that you see, 
there is no way that this you that you see is ever going to do anything with it. You're already discouraged about this you. You're already down about this you. It's proven up to tell you that this you, there should be another you that you can look up to. But to begin to believe a life of strategy, there should be a life of vision. This thing that I am looking at, a mental picture of what my future should look like. How do you want your marriage to look like? You have a mental picture of it. I want my marriage to be glorious. Like, like how? Can you draw a picture in your mind of that kind of glory you are talking about? Can you focus? Can you have one vision? You know, there's a character that I have seen with many believers. You know, Pastor Patrick, see, I'm 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 doing this. I'm hoping that this thing also works. I'm hoping that this thing also works. And I'm hoping that this thing also works. So the believer is into about five things and is hoping that one of them works. Yeah. See, get that one thing that you want to see it work. I'm teaching you. I hope, I hope you are. Oh, Jesus. Can you get what I'm trying to say? Yes, sir. This is the thing is simple. What do you see? What is that thing that you see concerning that area of your life that you want to see a miracle in? See, you cannot believe God for maybe, uh, okay, Father, with my academics, I'm believing you um, to study at UK. I'm also believing you to study at US. I'm mm-hmm. believing you to study at Venezuela. Yes, mm-hmm. and at India as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Father. I trust you. I trust you. Even if the India doesn't work, let the China one work. <laughs> Strategy. Strategy. We are going to lift up the voice of prayer. Now, God should impart to us the seen eye. See, it is that seen eye that allows you to see what you ought to see concerning your life. And you see, it's not something that you just think about alone. See, God can give you a vision of you, a vision of how your future should look like, a vision of how things are supposed to look like for you. God can give you a vision of the good marriage that you want. God can give you a vision of the academic excellence that you want. God can give you a vision of that financial breakthrough that you want. But it starts with a vision. Today we couldn't finish. But we are going to continue tomorrow. You are lifting up your voice of prayer. And then you are going to pray. The Father, open my eyes that time I see. Mm-hmm. Anoint my mm-hmm. eyes with eyes of eye. Mm-hmm. Listen, mm-hmm. 